Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin today, let's, wherever you are, take a moment to just arrive. Gently close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite that peace calming sensation in your eyes. Relax the facial muscles. Neck. Shoulders. Spine. Soften the belly and get grounded. Grounded. Soften the whole body. No tension anywhere. Feel the easiness of your breath. How smooth it is effortless. Just pay attention to that effortless breath that's just happening all by itself without doing anything. Now, wherever the breath is, just stop it. And before your body begins to tense, release it, let it happen again. Stop it again, wherever it is. And release it again. You are aware of the calmness in your eyes, softness all over your body, no tension, of any kind.
Again, stop the breath wherever it is. Bring your attention to the heart. That heart is beating effortlessly. Pulsating energy through your whole body. Resume your breath. And slowly open your eyes. Thank you. We are just coming out of Navaratri. <clears throat> Wherever you are, I'm sure in one way or another, <clears throat> you participated in observance of Navaratri. If nothing, at least you are aware of the sacredness of this time. And that in itself is a participation, just to be aware of it. When we are aware of something, the experience or whatever is happening enriches. Just like the breath is coming and going, heart is beating, our attention never goes to it. Our appreciation rarely goes to this and we get engaged in our worldly things, pay all the attention and get all engaged, all involved. But if you look at it, how precious these two are, the breath coming and going, heart beating. If any of these stop, we all know what will happen. All the things that we think are important cease to be important in that moment. We are very fortunate to acknowledge, to appreciate, to pay our reverence to, to which is readily available to us, which is the foundation of our life. No matter what is going on in our life, may we be able to stop, become introverted, look at ourselves, and be grateful for at least this breath that we are able to breathe and the heart that is beating. After Navaratri, after the any kind of observance or uh, intensive or retreat or whatever we do, there is a buildup of Shakti, 
energy within us. There is. Now after that observance ends, we have to be very careful because that energy has been building inside. <clears throat> the nature of energy is to flow. Energy will flow. It's not stagnant. If not mindful, that energy will flow downward. Now, what is the downward flow of energy? Our actions, engagements in things that dissipate our energy in the name of having more fun. That's the temptation. Mind will come. Oh, I have been so austere. I have been so pent up these days. Now I'm just going to celebrate it. In the name of that celebration, thinking of a little fun, we waste all that energy that we had built up with our mindfulness, with our attention, with our um, austerity, whatever you are able to do. So this is the difference between a yogi and a bhogi. Yogi knows how to direct the flow of energy. That buildup I have, the bhogi just lets the energy run downwards because energy will flow downwards. But the yogi takes it upward. The energy, where does it store in our body? You must have heard of the word Kundalini. Kundalini sits at the navel in the form of that coiled up serpent. How do we take this energy upward? The simple practice that I share with you. <clears throat> Just sit straight, become calm, bring your attention to the navel. As the breath is entering, imagine that breath is rising from the navel to the heart and expanding. Just by this little practice, that energy begins to flow upwards. If you want to do a little bit more, you can add a little mulabandha to it. Doing mulabandha, then very precisely bringing our attention, 
attention to the navel. Imagine as if you are scooping up that energy and lifting it up. After having this kind of observance, you have built up that energy. And the reason I'm saying this, that do not dissipate it. You may dissipate it in, okay, I have been um, not that much engaged, now I'm going to engage. Engage. But do not lose the attention do not lose that awareness that you have earned something, you have saved something, and do not just splurge it. The temptation will come. It will come very strong. Now, how do we keep it safe? Shil, there is a word in Sanskrit, Hindi, Shil, S-H-E-E-L. Loosely translated, modesty. But that's a very vague translation. Gracefulness. That comes a little closer. The humility, see humility is a very important word. Whenever there is a buildup of something, arrogance rises. And there are many stories in our scriptures that there are some um, half-baked yogis that would go out and do some little severe practices for a week or 10 days and they will feel this charge, then they will walk in the world with so much arrogance. There is a whole, there is a story of this kind of uh, a yogi who did that. If I get into the story, it will take half an hour. So I'm not going to go there, but it happens. Whenever you do some kind of austerity, some practice, some um, intensive, there is a charge and that charge will bring about arrogance. Holier than thou attitude comes from arrogance. So for a yogi, humility is very important. Humble, you save that energy. Just bow a little head to whatever is happening. Do not get engaged with trying to set things right. Let it happen. Nothing is worth losing your peace. Nothing is worth losing that hard earned Shakti. Because Navratri was all about enriching ourselves with Shakti. And once with our hard work, we earn something, we invest it mindfully. We invest in things that produce result. 
you will also notice once you have some buildup of shakti, attraction, it you know, grows in you. People are attracted to you. Not because you have dyed your hair and made yourself up. People are attracted to you because that buildup of shakti creates magnetism. Whenever you become still, the more still you become inside, it creates magnetism. Others are attracted. They don't know why, but because of your stillness, because of your peace in your heart, people are attracted to you. And if people are attracted to you, the, the best practice in that moment is humility, not arrogance that, oh, I'm so wonderful. You start getting puffed up. So humility is a very important um, virtue to practice after entering in Navaratri. I was also thinking about appreciation. The ashram has been going on and uh, although people are not visiting that much, but we have tried very hard to reach out to our extended family, friends and family all over the world. And those living at the ashram, all the residents and their devotion, dedication to hold the space is truly remarkable, each one of them. And during Navratri, the prayer was the Divine Mother, the God, the Supreme Mother of the universe, the energy doesn't come riding on a tiger, wielding weapons. She comes in the form of human beings to build, to support, to help. So yesterday I was, I just took a little time and looked at each residence in the ashram and just tried to imagine that that is the form of the Divine Mother that we have been worshiping all these nine days. And let me see how she's walking towards me whether she is Dadu, the Demetrius walking, and instead of my projection of all his other things, traits, and I just let it all out and just say, this is a person who has been 
nurturing, cooking, feeding, and giving love to so many people. This is the Divine Mother walking towards me. Somebody working in the garden, somebody walking on the ground, somebody walking, washing the kitchen, somebody taking care of the internet that fails. Um, somebody reaching out to all the members of the ashram and answering all the emails. Everybody, it's all Divine Mother. And it was such a beautiful feeling. My heart was just so full to appreciate it in that way. And I'm sharing this with you, not just because I have, I'm the only one who has access to the Divine Mother. Each one of you has that access. Whoever is in your life, whoever is in your family, setting aside all the mind held judgment and the box that you have put him in, can you just see that this is a divine presence in my life? And see with that eye, you'll see the mind comes with all its judgments and the memories and the good and the bad that they have done and you have already formed something in your Setting it all aside, just see there is presence in my life. This is a divine presence. With all the challenges they have given to you, or all the challenges you have given to them, or all the struggles, difficulties that is between two of you, separating yourself from it all, just see this is a divine presence in my life has filled a space in my heart that nobody could have taken that space. This kind of contemplation, this kind of sitting with that is the greatest puja of it all. Yesterday, there was a talk on the Tantra and Aghor. This is very tantric, right there. To see everyone in my life as a divine being. Brian was working in the garden. He's made a beautiful garden. Stuart and Brian work hard. And he had picked, pulled up like a big basket of tender greens. Each one was hand pulled and a big basket. So much energy went in there to sprout it, to water it, to pull it and wash it. Then cooking and eating it Everything was Shakti. What was not Shakti? Throwing that seed in the ground, the, the, the thing that helped it sprout, the thing that pulled it, that cleansed, everything required Shakti. So the day we begin to look at our life and things in our life, in that light, 
we are living a tantric life. Everything in our life has hand of Shakti. Everything in our life has hand of Divine Mother, God. What is not God? It's our mind that creates the judgment and expectations and um, then we take out the sacredness and make it very mundane. So observances like Navratri or any thing that requires a little austerity, a little holding back and looking at yourself should be able to translate like this in our life. Otherwise, they just remain a festival. Anyway, I just wanted to um, greet you and share something that was going on in my mind. And I'll come back. I would even love to hear your experiences or your struggles. Um, after you come out of your uh, group, group home, no, chat room. Um, the pandemic is really uh, hitting hard in India and my prayers um, and thoughts have been with many people that I know are affected and That's why you see, I mean, we are able to just breathe pure, clean air, oxygen. People are dying without being able to breathe. So we have how blessed we are. And uh, staying in appreciation and acknowledgement of the presence in our life takes away lots of fluff that we create struggle around. Anyway, thank you, um, Shannon, if you want to create the chat rooms and I'll be here, I'll, I'm not going anywhere, I'll come back. <laughs>